Welcome back to episode 42 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics for today. First up, we discuss the real feeling of despair. Then we discuss the recent crypto YouTube purge. Next, we look into library as a backup method to censorship. And finally, the parabolic stage of the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. All right, let's listen in. What's up, fellas? So we were just talking about Christmas and how there were no fights. There's no Bitcoin conversations. It was relatively innocuous. Yeah, we were just talking about that because we recorded five minutes. Or we talked for five minutes without knowing we weren't. Yeah, we recording. Were, yeah. But anyways, yeah, the con- the crypto conversations are dead these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is good. We were talking about like. how it was like everybody was talking about it in 2017, Thanksgiving. Yeah. 2017, it was definitely the talk, the talk of the the the, the holiday, you know, yeah. dinner table. At least in our lives, because we were like involved in it and shit. And it was yeah. very, it was new and exciting. It was like shit. The everybody wanted to know. You know? Yeah, it went. It was popping. 20x in a year. Yeah, I mean, who? What does that? Yeah, but then 2018 rolled around. You know. And nobody, then nobody talked about it. Yeah, it was kind of like you were ashamed to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the price was like everybody, 3K or something. Yeah, 4K. everybody was ashamed because most people didn't sell, right? So well, there's that. Yeah, you're gonna have to deal with your family members. Yeah, you know, they're like, "Hey, you're still holding on to that that internet money." And you you were getting phone calls too, and yeah, yeah. Like I said, in 2017, I got phone calls from sketchy. relatives. What was sketchy? Well, just like getting phone calls from people you don't know who happen to be your relatives. Well, I knew them. It's just you it's, never talked to them. Yeah, it's not like we're like re- like you know regular. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, but yeah, yeah. It's just at the time during the peak of the euphoria, you know, I was getting phone calls from relatives asking to invest their funds for yeah. them. Yeah, which you know, it's pretty That's, fucking scary shit. Oh nah, yeah, you shouldn't do that. I didn't do it, thankfully, dude. Because yeah, if I would have done it, I would have lost the. You know, they could have sued you too. Dude, how shitty would that be? That would like, be like a fucking relative sued me. Yeah. They could, yeah, but there's so much, it seems unlikely. There's so much repercussions to it, man. But yeah, everyone was like, they wanted it in. Then that's like that was like to me another sell signal, which is why I like yeah. I got out at a pretty good time. Yeah. There were so many indicators, man. It's so crazy. Like I'm lucky that I I I've, I've recognized a few of them without like being, you know, that like, was my first bubble. Yeah. Ever. For sure. But see, the, I think the benefit I had is like when I got into crypto, I was like anticipating this bubble. Yeah. yeah I don't know. You why. were telling me like in November, I was like, dude, this is a bubble. It's, it's coming. Yeah. Like, I could feel it. Dude, it was unnatural, like, parabolic run-up shit. Yeah. You know, everything was just stupid, you know? And there's just so many signs, and I DJ don't know. Khaled was shilling it, Akon. Everybody. Yeah, it's too many too many signals. Yeah. But anyways, it's tw- fast forward, it's 2019, we're almost at 2020. There's not even a whisper about it these days. Yeah. Which is, you know, expected, you know? If you look at that bubble market psychology chart, whatever it's called, this is like the despair phase or something. Yeah. And we were talking about that. There's like, there's sentiment indicators. Not only is there like a website called Sentiment. Yeah. I wonder how that's doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's the same as it w- always doing. Yeah. But if you just go to go to Reddit and like go to the daily, con- let's pull that up, dude. Go to Reddit. <laughs> I want to go through some of these like. You know, I, I did mention Bitcoin and I was like, hey guys, you should really take a look at that Bitcoin price Ooh. right now. At your, hey, at uh, your Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just telling. I was like, dude, if you look at this linear regression curve, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Will Did anybody actually look at it? Uh, no, I showed them, and they kind of understand because 
most of my family are a bunch of engineers. Oh, okay. So they kind of like understand these charts, right? And what, what was the feedback? And they're like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. That's, that's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. That's like something, you, that's like you, they're being cordial with you. like Probably. Not being dismissive. Probably. You know? I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that. Because there's a lot of people who think about investments a whole lot. Yeah. At least in my family. Uh, but uh, to, to them, it's not, it's not clear that you can make money here, I guess. But. It is clear because it's been done. Like not that yeah, long but ago. not until it's for them. Not until they see it, uh-huh. like experience it themselves. It's not real. True. Yeah, you you're not gonna get hooked unless you you get that first like uh, adrenaline rush. You know, from getting like a two x return in like a week or something like that. Yeah. Once that happens to you, then you're like you're in for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you want to do anything else? You know what I mean? Right. That's kind of how I felt when it, when it first hit me. I was like on vacation in like early 2017 or something like that, mid 2017, and like yeah, <laughs> before I left, I invested in Neo. And, like, I spent a week in California, and then, like, by the end of there, it did, like, a two and a half X. So, like, I came home, like, two and a half X, like, oh, shit. up. Can you imagine what that, dude, that was pretty fucking crazy. That was, yeah, like, my dude. first, like, big run up, and, he, like, I was hooked ever since. So, that's what it takes, you know? Before that, I was just like everyone else, dude, like, this is bullshit. Yeah. What are you looking up you, now? You're, you're on vacation, though. What do you mean? Exactly, right? It's, like, the most unlikely scenario where you, like, all of a sudden jump into this, like, yeah. crypto craze. All right, so what's the uh, Reddit page you want me to look at? <laughs> Just go to cryptocurrency. And this is, like, in no way, like, an endorsement of this subreddit because it's really toxic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just go to the cryptocurrency one. But it's a good place. It's a good uh, sentiment, sentiment analysis. Just daily discussion right there. Monthly oh, skeptics this, discussion. Th- this is fresh. Look at yesterday's, December 26th. Scroll down so you see yesterday's. Okay. This, there should be more, like, a bigger pool to look at. This is... Okay, keep going, keep going. Following the hex scam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. There, it, there is. it is. Okay. So this is what I do. <laughs> I just go through these message boards and, like, read the comments, see what people are saying, you know. And right now, it's not looking good. Bahamas Bahamas announces stablecoin launch tomorrow. Guess whose mainnet will show no activity increase. Okay, that sucked. Is this sorted by anything? Uh, Yeah, it's sorted by... The new? Dude, fuck that. Go to, like, the top-rated ones. Sort by... Right there? Sort by... Like, top. Or best. Whatever the fuck. Okay, so yeah. Already they're talking about this YouTube crypto ban thing. Oh, I, I, <laughs> dude, I see where you are where you got that sentiment from. Yeah. People acting like YouTube crypto ban is a bad thing. So many of those channels promoted scams and people go got wrecked uh-huh. because of it. Good thing YouTube is getting rid of them. Yeah, just keep going down, though. YouTube like, ban, crypto, incoming bull run. <laughs> just keep going down, keep going down. Let me see. Keep going down until you see, like, like new thread topics. There, there's one. How do you guys get over the guilt of not selling in January? <laughs> I still feel it daily. Yeah. See, that to me sounds like despair. Yeah. If, if, like, there's people out there, they're still, they can't get over, like, the depression of, like, making such a horrible mistake. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a psychological... Like, it's a real feeling. It's yeah. not... It's not uh, That shit happened, like, two years ago, and he's still, like, dwelling on it because, yeah, he made a huge... You know, hiccup, I guess is what you would call it. Error in judgment. Yeah, this guy said I invested about 600 and my money went up to $20,000 and never sold. <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. And then the rest of them are just going to talk about, you know, this is the way it goes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a real feeling. I, I was going to show you this. Um, let, me, let me minimize this. 
That's just one example, dude. This shit is across the board. And it's also reflected in the charts and in the volume and everything. There's just, like, nothing going on. Yeah, I was going to read you this this Twitter. I, I don't really know who this guy is, but that's mm-hmm. not the point. So he says, honestly, considering leaving crypto at this point, it's almost all scams. YouTube is banning crypto channels. No real world use case is happening except for Ripple. Can you believe that? Hey, we, uh, hey, everyone's got their their tribe, dude. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Bitcoin and ETH updates are still years away, filled with money hungry, toxic individuals. Dude, I, I completely agree with everything except for the Ripple, Ripple thing. <laughs> it's totally true, man. And then he says, I joined crypto after listening to uh, Andreas Antonopoulos. Me too. Because Yeah, same. Because I agreed with the libertarian views and freedom of everything Bitcoin stood for in 2009 to 2017. Now, though, I don't even know what to make of it. Just one scam after another with idiots throwing around their $3.50. So I left a career in health and wellness. I spent eight years of my life on helping people feel better, having a real oh, impact. shit. At first, I was excited. Now I'm starting to think it was a dumb decision. At least I learned how to trade and invest. I probably won't leave, but sometimes that bullshit this space goes through is really fucking annoying. Dude, this, like, sums it up perfectly. Yeah. But point is, like, this feeling is is a real feeling, and it's not like something that you look at a bunch of charts, all the charts are pointing down, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's that despair feeling. It's like, no, this the the despair feeling is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just interesting to kind of, like, see that manifest in, like, black and white text. It is, because this is our first, I mean, dude, this is all, we're going to remember this for the rest of our lives, dude. Oh, for sure. This bubble psychology, dude, because, like, hopefully we'll never fall for that ever again. No, absolutely (laughs) not. I don't think we ever will. No, I think we're we're probably really prepared. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you is like, dude. This is all valuable like experience, like, life experience to like soak in. Yeah, even you know in, I mean? in our Discord there was uh I think it was well somebody had mentioned that there's a lot of people waiting for like a $250,000 Bitcoin mm-hmm. and I was replying and saying like we'll, we'll get lucky if we reach half that, mm-hmm. you know? And dude. if we reach half that, you should be sp- Selling, you know, pushing the sell button. Mm-hmm. Because even if it does go to 250 yeah, you're missing on that 2x gains from wherever you sold that. But it's not worth the risk because it might not even get there. Yeah. It might start crashing at $90,000. Basically, you know. you're saying, like, HODL is bullshit. Yeah, like the bullshit. whole HODL. No, it's bullshit, dude. Dude, who fucking started like, that? Whoever started that should get, like, HODLing, it's... Hodling is it's good for you know a what? certain length of time. I get it. No, the ho- ho- hodling philosophy. Peak to peak. It's supposed to be like the people who aren't in this for the money are the real hodlers. Yeah, for sure. They're in it for like they're supporting the ecosystem. They want it to grow. They don't want people to just be like speculating on this technology. Yeah, they, they want. They're taking it more seriously. Like this, you know. That's this. That's there's like a big division. But I think the the speculator is like a majority of the yeah. community. So I think that's where like all this sentiment comes from is like the uh, the money hungry toxic individuals just like this guy's dude like a couple of weeks ago on this podcast See, dude, I was I was I had that same like feeling in my heart dude I almost yeah. cried <laughs> 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 not really but yeah. you know I was like damn dude like the sharks are like every week there's like news stories and tales of people getting scammed yeah hex yeah there's that I think there, that's what there's people it. battling that hex is not a scam yeah. Well, that's just a small part of it. Yeah, like these ex- decentralized ex- these centralized exchanges, like taking advantage of people's possibly manipulating the yeah. price of Bitcoin and shit. You know, liquidating people who are margin trading when they really shouldn't be margin trading. That's like some right. really risky, high risk shit for like some. Oh, for sure. 
those are not things like retail investors should be exposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally those, agree. Those type of tools. I totally agree. <laughs> those like people going on YouTube looking at like, and then the YouTuber community is a part of this, I feel like, yeah. which, which we're going to go into. You know, the YouTube community is really not helping. Like the, their audience is a mo- bunch of like novice investors who have no experience. Yeah, and they're throwing them these bullshit meme lines, like their their technical analysis. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, this <laughs> like check out this chart. Like next week for sure, we're gonna have a breakout or some shit like that. Yeah, and some guy will go to Bitmex, load up his account, and like leverage like twenty x or some shit like 100X. that. Hundred x, hundred x, let's go all the way with a thousand bucks. <laughs> exactly, because they're so sure because this YouTuber t- YouTuber told them so. Yeah, and then they get wrecked. Yeah, you know that that's just as scammy as the hex guy. You know what I mean? These exchanges because they know what they're doing. They love this shit. Dude. Yeah, but the the scam, the the actual scammer is profiting off of your uh, lack of intelligence or experience. Let's say, what the hex guy, the 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 hex, the, the, the actual like uh, a, a real scammer is profiting over your inexperience. Yeah, but the 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 scamming that you're talking about with the meme lines and all that, I mean that guy's not really profiting, right? It's like, but the thing is, like the YouTubers, like they they start every time they do like a technical analysis or some shit or some kind of like I think fundamental they're, breakthrough. They're analysis trying to they're look. Doing. They're trying to look smart. No, not just smart, dude. They're, they're actually it's deceptive in a way because like yeah. the first thing they'll say is like this is not financial advice, but it, it is financial. Like yeah. they're selling financial advice to people. That's what gets people tuning in every week. For sure, for sure. You no, know? I mean it worked on me too in 2017. A lot of these guys, I because I was a noob and I needed something to like you know. Wire my, yeah, like rewire my brain to this market because I didn't understand how it worked. For so sure. I, I used a lot of these YouTubers yeah. as a source. Yeah, for sure. But I think I've kind of like outgrown them a little bit because I've learned so many mistakes. <laughs> and I've, I've witnessed the majority of these YouTubers being wrong like 90% of the time. Yeah. So you can't rely on their word for anything, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, and that's part of the reason why hodling doesn't make, a, you know, a ton of sense. Yeah. Because every time Bitcoin goes through those cycles... Right, there's going to be a brand new peak, a brand new all-time high, and once you reach that peak, why do you need to hodl after that point? Because you know it's going to go down, right? That parabolic run-up, <sighs> yeah, you know what happens next. The, yeah, it's just like you're advocating, like it's like the same thing that happened with Matic at a par- parabolic run-up for let's say two to three weeks, yeah, and those who didn't sell, they got wrecked. Well, but like you're still up. Like you, oh yeah, I'm still up. Yeah, still yeah, for up. sure. You're not wrecked at all, actually. No, no. You just missed out on a single like it's a four X. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. You could have cashed that out, and maybe bought like a nice little Christmas gift for somebody. Yeah, but yeah. then you expose yourself to capital gains, taxes, <laughs> and all this bullshit you got to deal with, right? Yeah, for sure. That's a motherfucker. Like yeah. a lot of people don't even like equate into their decision making. Right, know? right. Like we just wait until that. <laughs> just wait until like the IRS is like. Really puts their dick on the table. You know what I mean? It's like, we're here, motherfuckers. Like, y'all can't be doing that anymore. Yeah, breaks the mahogany in half. <laughs> exactly, dude. That IRS donkey dick, dude. <laughs> but my point is, like, fuck, man. Like, I get the hodling culture. Yeah, yeah, I get it, too. But at the same, but it's not, like I said, everyone's here from, like, as shitty as it sounds, man. What attracted you to this space is, like, the fucking money. Yeah, right? yeah. At first, but now it's like I'm starting to understand the technology better, and like we're getting more and more and more like use case for blockchain. Like, and this whole YouTube apocalypse thing is like a perfect oh yeah for example sure. for that, dude. Yeah. So let me show you this article that I saw from CoinDesk. It says it's called "YouTube Calls Crypto Purge a Mistake." Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone who's listening to this already knows yeah like, what's gone down. Like over the last couple of days, right? Like last couple of days, I think between the 24th and 25th. 
YouTube started banning a bunch of crypto channels, like eighty to ninety percent of us. Like, but mostly the top, like the famous, yeah, right the, guys, the right? big, like the, the big, like big crypto channels, the influencers, like yeah. the guys I'm talking about who, are like, you know, they're drawing those meme lines. They're they're endorsing. They're all these talking new daily on prices, yeah, exactly, which we don't do because because <laughs> we we don't advocate trading. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Like, you know, in certain situations, like, like Will brought up, it's, it's almost like a no brainer. Like you, maybe you should take some money off the table when it's going parabolic like that. Yeah. But like I said, you, you expose yourself to capital gains and, um, yeah. And I then mean, it's just trading, man. Trading's a, a recipe for, there's gotta be an easier way to track the taxes, man. It's gotta be. And I'm sure there's a tool out there that will help that we're not aware of, mm-hmm. but there's gotta be an easier way. Yeah. But like, take it from me, like not just that, just the 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 time you have to invest, like just keeping on track of like charts and shit and like news to trade is what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's almost negligible because I remember like I spent like yeah. eight months in 2017 doing that. Exactly. So and you like, you spent those eight months tracking and, and looking at charts. You were like you were like the ultimate command center with all those <laughs> charts had, all had, like, over eight around charts you. Open. Yeah, I bought a second monitor and everything. I thought it was cool as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but really, it was just all stupid because all I had to do is buy like Bitcoin at the beginning and yeah. just leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have had like the exact same like return. Ninety percent of the return I made. Like it, I made like a ten percent profit. Yeah. over that. What potential of return would it make with Bitcoin? But yeah, it's not worth that. Dude. I had no life for eight months, literally, because right, right. like it's a it's a global market. You can't sleep. Yeah, because like literally, if you sleep on a position when a position's open, you yeah. wake up. That shit's done. Yeah, and, that, and at that loss. that time, you weren't using um the uh, the automatic sell features right on the exchanges. No, see, I was a noob. Yeah. Like I, I didn't even know how to like put stop losses. Everything was exactly. manual. I'm sitting there watching the candlesticks go up and down, yeah. and I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm putting in my orders and I'm selling and I'm buying. I'm doing everything. I had yeah. over four thousand trades in like eight months, Damn. which is ridiculous. Because like when I downloaded the uh, tax software, like the the pro version was three thousand trades, so I was well over the pro version. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm trading like more than the pros, and like I'm just some dude in my fucking bedroom. It's like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't have to do that. Is my point. I could have just bought, held Bitcoin or like any of the coins really and just like left it alone. But of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? You yeah, but we're we're expecting a similar kind of situation to occur in about two years. See, I don't know because I feel like people are smarter now. Yeah, I know. I I, I feel I feel that too. Yeah. I feel, that too. I feel like people there's no way I would be amazed if another speculative bubble like two years from now happened. Just like what's there to speculate on? I think I there probably won't be a parabolic run up. Yeah. I think there's going to be a year where it starts at like 12,000 and it ends at, you know, 33,000. And then the following year it starts at like 31,000 and it ends at like 69,000. Talking about Bitcoin? Yeah. Mm. And it's going to be like so I'm but yeah, but we're talking about I'm talking about the alt market and stuff like Well, what, see what? that. See, I don't even consider that just because that's too there's there's it's it's a harder cycle to track. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, all of it is pegged to Bitcoin anyway, for sure. So Bitcoin it, has to like run and do its thing before like exactly. anybody even gives a shit about the Bitcoin is the first indicator for all the altcoins. Yeah, once Bitcoin hits that peak, which <laughs> we're we're saying is going to be like one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's when it goes down and all the altcoins start going up. I mean, there are certain alt projects that aren't. They're not all scams for sure. Ethereum is like has oh, a, yeah. an insane community. In 2017, I, I always dismissed Ethereum. I thought it was shit just because of its scaling issues. Oh, right. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to learn the space, and yeah. I hear, like, Ethereum can do 
And I saw what CryptoKitties did to the network. I'm like, dude, this thing's not going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Without doing any, like, actual deep research. And then now I see, like, what's being built on this book. DeFi. Dude, there's so much. It's insane. More games. The gaming, the, uh, yeah, he said DeFi. Uh, just, just there's tons of dApps. Whether or not those dApps will be successful or not, who knows. Yeah. You know, but the community's there. It's just a matter of, you know, can they roll out their proof of stake updates and shit like that. But <clears throat> So, yeah, going Back to the YouTube. So YouTube erroneously purged cryptocurrency education videos from its video sharing platform this week, but claims to have reinstated them, according to a spokesperson. So content creators, however, are telling a different story. So allegedly, they're saying that the content creators are saying that it was COPPA. So this like child protection Mm. situation that's occurring with with, uh, YouTube, where if you make a YouTube video, you have to explicitly say that this YouTube video is made for children. And it affects how the advertising is shown on your on your video. Yeah. And so every time I upload a video, you have to manually select that this is not made for children. Yeah. And so um, and so if if it is made for children, you have to make sure that you follow all like child labor laws and all kinds of stuff for for your given country. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a huge thing. And so I think they're so these like armchair investigators are saying that it's <laughs> COPPA. But yes, <coughs> it could be. Um, Why would that affect only the crypto industry, though? That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking is like it was like a XRP army or some some tribe who all collectively decided to attack. You know, I don't all think the big so because then there would be like some evidence on like of collusion, right? Like there would be like a Telegram group or something like that. Well, or I think even Chico Crypto even showed like a snapshot of a Telegram group saying that they're they're after Chico, but it could be just. Somebody's there, saying did that. Did he put that out? Yeah, yeah. It was he tweeted it out. No, like the the, the actual like conversation and stuff. Can you see? Well, it? It, it was yeah. So the the picture that he showed just showed that somebody made a comment that they're after Chico Crypto, but it didn't. There was no context to it. Yeah. So that's not enough. Yeah, that's evidence. not enough. That's <laughs> you know not what enough. I mean? But it's it's it is unusual that it's just like the crypto community. Like why them? And so you have your own like theory, right? Yeah. Just. <clears throat> I mean, it it happened at a peculiar time just because like the uh, like Congress just wrote up like a, a 2020 like crypto regulation proposal or something like that. So like what timing all of a sudden like Congress is getting serious about regulating cryptocurrencies, which, by the way, nobody's even talking about that because this whole YouTube scandal is like, yeah, overshadowed it bigly. Huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's actual like, yeah. So, I mean, if you're a big mega corporation like YouTube, man, like to them, they're not crypto heads like us. Like they don't understand, you know. To an outsider, it it might look like all these like crypto YouTubers are literally just like chilling, like gambling websites almost. Like oh, some, right. Like some potentially illegal shit. Like the government is still working out regulation, right? YouTube right. is a mega corporation. It's Google. Yeah. So like they might be opening themselves up to a lot of liabilities in the future by allowing. See that this comment type of right shit. there reminds me a lot about all those YouTubers who are who are pushing that mystery box. Yeah. Website. Shit like that. Yeah, like you spend like a hundred bucks on a mystery box and you get like. Nike shoes or Air Jordans or whatever. And usually... You're talking about like game, like loot crates. Like loot crates, but it's like a website where you actually open a loot crate on the website itself. You pay $100 or whatever X amount of money to open up a, a, a loot box. 
like real world loot, real world not gaming loot. loot. No, 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 no. Real I never world. even heard of this. Yeah, it was all over YouTube. Like, no, like I a heard year or two like ago. I heard like kids were opening like in-game loot crates and then they were well, gambling too. with them. That too. Yeah. So, but I'm talking about real world stuff like Xboxes and shoes and jewelry. So it's kind of like, and so so these YouTubers would shill this website right yeah. with their affiliate link. Yeah, and they would show them actually the YouTuber would show them actually opening some of the loot boxes. But they would open like iPhones and Xboxes and iPads and just like, to like you know get the yeah. g- get you incentivized like damn I want some of that shit you yeah know? and so allegedly the website for for these YouTubers they cranked up like the win rate for all the YouTubers <laughs> versus you and I sign oh, up oh I remember this yeah you and I sign up and our win rate is like point zero 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 one percent oh my right? god. And yeah, so because they actually just, they actually built the site. Yeah, yeah. The YouTubers. No, were no. So it. that that's so, that's a separate situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, this site was like some I don't know, probably Chinese website. But the whole the whole loot crate, you know, uh, ecosystem. I don't know what you'd call it. Like that idea, it spread because it was like yeah. a cash cow. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they were getting kids yeah. hooked on. Even Congress gambling. talked about loot crates in gaming. Yeah. Now this particular loot crate was not an in-game mechanic. It doesn't it, matter. Like it's a like real the life. same same psychology idea. applies, right? Yeah. The it's same ga- incentive it's gambling. model. It's gambling for sure. Yeah. It gets you hooked because like you're you're putting in ten bucks, hoping you're gonna get like that hundred dollar right. item. That's right. So then you put in like twenty ten dollars and you end up with like shit. At yeah. The end of the day, you get gambling. like stickers. Oh my god. And pencils. <laughs> Dude, it's like so crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't think so. Not everything these uh, popular YouTubers show, like a lot of their sponsors. I mean, let's be real, dude. Like the majority, like I don't want to call people out, but Data Dash, like I watched him a lot in 2017, but I yeah. remember this. I like distinctly remember this. He was um, a big show for a project called Substratum, which like it, it chilled itself as like the next version of the internet, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So like, what happened to Substratum? Because I heard about him. I mean, I, I think what happened is it's just we've gone over several projects where like Remember, like, a couple of weeks oh, yeah. ago, we went over one that got, like, $7 million in funding or $20 million, a lot of money Yeah, during the ICO phase. And he just didn't build anything. They just, nothing happened. Yeah. It, it was a scam. It was fraud. In this yeah, case, it was fraud. It was fraud because he lied about his relationships, right, I think. Right, right. I'm sure some stratum, I don't, I don't, I didn't do too much research, but uh, they just didn't deliver. And they they took in so much money, and they were paying YouTubers like him yeah. to... Say Chill. good things. Yeah, yeah. Say good things about it. And they paid him a lot of subscribe. They paid him <laughs> tokens, right? Yeah. Which like four or five X in value after he made his video. Yeah. This is like he had a he has a big base. Yeah. You know, he's an sure. influencer. For sure. A lot of these dudes are. So like for Substratum, it's money well spent. Yeah. You know? Yeah, of course. It's marketing. Yeah. That's the way it works. So I, I guess YouTube might see this and they might think they have see, to do that, something about it. That's a manual um that's a manual like investigation. What? Be, that the fact that Substratum paid Substratum tokens to this YouTuber, you, YouTuber shield Substratum, it, the price went up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a manual process. That's a manual investigation. You're saying, like, it's, like, on an individual basis? Yeah. But that's the thing. That's why I think they did this. It's kind of like a, like, a, like a blanket punishment to this face, like, in a way. I don't know. You know? I mean, because I, I see that's what you're just saying. one example. I, yeah, yeah, that's just one example, and I'm sure a lot of these YouTubers, I mean, because, like, I mean, the dude, world is tough. To earn money, like it's not. Yeah, I'm not saying. I mean, you know, if somebody's willing to pay you to shill something, yeah. and you don't have money, yeah. it's like, okay, I'll do See, it. See, like I, I'm kind of like biased in a way because I'm not getting any money from anybody, right? So maybe I'm unbiased in that sense. Like, of course, all these crypto YouTubers are gonna like sh- hate on YouTube and be like, "Dude, we're getting attacked." Yeah, for because sure. Because they're not gonna be like, "Hey, you know what? We have actually been, you know, shilling some questionable things." 
if you like they're affiliate they're affiliated with like these exchanges nobody's done any like background on well i mean like, you have to admit it's a little shady that a, a particular uh, group in youtube was was taken down right it's all crypto related mm-hmm. like that's that's a little bit weird like, yeah, for sure. No, it's definitely like a coordinated. Yeah, thing. it's a coordinated, right? Yeah. There's there's a lot of family YouTube channels who use their children as like assets in the YouTube video. Dude, my freaking nieces and nephews, like that's all they watch. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, like that. Family YouTubes, right? Like family family <laughs> vlog, uh, video. I don't necessarily know what they're doing, but <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> for the kids. I don't know. Like there's like, like crazy shit mean? going on all the time. Like I don't know. Well, dude. that's how they edit it. Like it's yeah. always like fucking action all the time. Exactly. Yeah. For like a, a, a five or six year old's brain, right? It's yeah, like yeah. You have to be yeah, like and then nonstop. They, then they look uh, look at craziness. their own life and their own family. It's like nothing's happening. It's like damn. It's depressing? disappointing. Yeah. You think that? Yeah. That might oh, be for sure. That makes psychological effect for sure. Damn, poor kids, man. Yeah, dude. That sucks. Like this, man. But the the point here is like it was a coordinated attack. Like, there's a, a chance that some of these YouTubers kind of deserved it, but it seems unlikely that they all deserved it all at once, right? So something something's wrong with YouTube's, like, back-end system well, on yeah, this see, particular group of people. Well, apparently, I'm, like, I'm wrong because, like, you just brought up an article, right, that says that the YouTube, this one right here, that they regret doing what they did, right? That's what this says? It says he pointed to YouTube's demonetization of violent political videos like footage of Hong Kong protests and its recent terms of service update. The fe- the features a throwaway account termination clause with potentially far-reaching ramifications. YouTube may terminate your access or your Google account's access to all or part of the service of YouTube believes in sole discretion. That provision of the service is to you is no longer commercially viable. See, this is like the honing in on the whole... Like, YouTube is clearly becoming like... So mega corporate, you know what I mean? So this guy, he interprets that statement from YouTube to mean that YouTube can terminate creators who don't make it money. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, a few weeks ago, they called it commercially or not commercially viable or something like that. Right. Yeah. Which is us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like new up and comers here, they're just now giving YouTube a shot. But see, but that's that. See, that's not sustainable for YouTube because how are new YouTubers? Supposed to grow a platform. I don't think they want to do that anymore. There's apparently, it's like a new CEO. Her name's like Sharon or Cheryl or some shit. Everyone's like shits on her because she's the one who's imposing all these like iron curtain rules. You know, See that, uh, but that's not sustainable because let, let's say all the successful YouTubers all have like let's say a profitable YouTube business. Just for for the sake of argument, give it enough time, they all stop doing YouTube, right? For whatever reason, right? Life, death, whatever. Right, they mm-hmm. all stop. What is the new next generation of YouTubers? I think it's literally going to become like like Disney. Like Disney owns a lot of YouTube plat like people too. Yeah, like PewDiePie, sure. I think. Yeah, yeah. Is own, like what, at one point, channel. at one point, what not anymore. Not anymore. Nah. Why? Because of his like Nazi. Remember that that. Oh yeah, there's some controversy. Situation? Yeah, him, controversy right? with Nazism, and, and they all dropped that. him, and they dropped him because of that, which is bullshit, of course. But. I wonder if he did that on purpose. You know, to get out of that. Nah, contract. I don't think so. Yeah, I think funny. it was just making a joke and everybody took it too out of context. Oh, okay. Well, my point is, yeah, I think <clears> that they're definitely transitioning to like YouTube is no longer like some kind of like grassroots video, you know, con- See, aggregator but that's, anymore. That's how they make their money. Though. Well, that's how YouTube became what it is today. But now like the celebrities are on. Kylie Jenner has a YouTube channel. Will Smith. Yeah. Jack Black. Yeah, I guess. Every, just like how everyone has their own podcast now, like celebrities, like every, like everyone's. If that's the case, there's going to be a competitor to YouTube that's going to be successful. 
Well, that's what the, like YouTube that, is going to be for I, like celebrities. It's becoming TV 2.0. Yeah, that's what YouTube yeah, is becoming. It is. I agree. Like if something fails in the ratings, like if they know they're going to do the metrics, just like TV channel programming does. Like, oh man, this YouTuber yeah. numbers are sliding. It's time to like put another industry plant in his place or something like just like <laughs> they do in TV. They create programs, right? They right. create YouTube. See, but the same thing to me, YouTube like they they print money over there. They they make you they make the YouTubers do the work. Yeah, and they just put ads in front of your work, and that's how they make money. So to them, if I was YouTube, I wouldn't care who's putting up videos as long as I can sustain it. Yeah, like from a technical standpoint, I really don't care what you're putting up unless it's like child porn or you know yeah. that bad stuff. Yeah. So that's as a YouTube platform. If if it were me and controlling this whole platform, I would only be concerned with developing technologies that flag actual nefarious content, which is very hard to do. Right, computers can't really understand what a picture is. Now, they're starting to now, but it's 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 a hard thing for a computer to do. For humans, it's easy to recognize a picture. Mm-hmm. We know when we see a car that it's a car. To a computer, it's not easy for it. Yeah. So that, that's that's so YouTube has a tough like thing to do from a technological standpoint. It's like a tough like achievement to like flag these automatically. And so that's why they're paying a bunch of content moderators, like humans, to view videos, to view like comments. See, but that's a problem, dude. That's like a subjective role. Oh, for sure. That's a huge yeah, problem. Yeah, but it's a it's like a YouTube's subjective role, but I mean, it's it's clearly obvious when it's like child porn or like behavior. Yeah, but that's not what that's not what they're going for, dude. They're going for like political shit. Like before all this crypto shit happened, I already had my issues with YouTube because they censor like a lot of conservative. What's that opinions. guy's name? Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Uh, Stephen Crowder got axed. Yeah, but at some point, uh, Alex Jones he becomes detrimental to society. See, but that's not up to YouTube to decide. That's what I feel like. That's, no, I agree not, with that. I yeah. agree with that statement. That's, How, however, yeah, there's gotta be like I don't know. There's like a dude. You know what it spectrum. is? It's literally like you just don't watch it if you don't agree with them. You know, see, but He's the, prob- like, the he- problem is that people are watching him and they do agree with him. What's and happening? It's, it's nefarious content. Is he is he sparking some type of like? Yeah. Wh- what? Like like. Uh, what, what? I haven't seen like he's not like a cult leader or nothing. Like there's no violence on the streets in the in the name of Alex Jones. To a, to a certain degree, there's violence on the street in the name of Donald Trump. You know, you can make a, a couple correlations like uh to some shit like that. But I mean, that's just politics, man. Like revolutions have started based on you know political leaders. Yeah, for sure. This is the way. That's the way politics yeah, works. Yeah, but also know? it's not only political leaders, but like charismatic leaders. Yeah. Have been, like, who are not political leaders. Like, the guy who uh, made everybody drink the juice. Yeah, yeah. And went to, like, this comet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people have, like, godlike charisma. And, yeah. like, you know, they're just, like, total chads, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they get everybody to, like, you know, worship, literally worship them in yeah, some yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Which is crazy to me. But it's like, uh, I mean, on HD's podcast, <laughs> they have, they, they talked about this guy who has, like, this Skype channel where all he does is like stare at you and then you feel like the power and he just like stares at the camera. Was oh, he like really hot? <laughs> I mean, he's got long hair. Oh shit. <laughs> That's what it I is. Don't know dude. If that does something to people, but he's got the locks of love. Yeah. That's what he's got. <laughs> It might. I don't know. But uh, see, that's the thing. Obviously, YouTube doesn't give a fuck about like decentralizing anything. And they're, it's not, not like a, they're not they're not uh, no longer a platform for like freedom of speech. Obviously. Yeah. I want to see if that's like, not their direction. And they are a private company. They don't have to be. That's the thing. I want to see. Are there any crypto channels that have like millions of subscribers? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, like I would think Antonopoulos would be like one. 
186. No. There's think, some with like, like 300,000. Yeah, like Data 000. Dash is probably like the biggest one. Yeah. He's up there. He's probably like around 300,000, is my guess. See, in like stopping this particular group of people on YouTube, you're barely making a dent on the content. <laughs> So, so what's being created. what's the per, like the main conspiracy theory being pep, like you know perpetuated right now that like there's like some sort of like government co-op going on to silence cryptocurrency is that what was that what people are saying? Uh, sh- I I've seen that. I don't know if that's like <laughs> I think the consensus. I think that's like super radical, and that, that's ultimately it, what that's I, exactly what I would expect like crypto well, people for to sure. think. <laughs> yeah, like they're coming but, for us. But ultimately, this this <laughs> YouTube ban is just a clear example of. Why things need to be decentralized. I agree. I think like everybody, obviously if you're in blockchain and crypto, yeah, we're, we're, we're waiting for these moments. So we, the, the mainstream can like start to give a fuck. Right. Right. That's why like whenever the whole Facebook, uh, what's it, what was that shit called? Something, you know, when they're, oh, yeah, the, they're uh, selling people's data. Cambridge Analytica. Yes. That. Thank you. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> when that whole debacle <laughs> went down for for once, there's like a peak moment where like, you know, the general, you know, society was starting yeah. to notice, starting to realize like, hey, shit. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, like my data is actually well, valuable. Uh, the same thing with Snowden. Like there was <sighs> speculation that we were being watched by the government and it turns out we were actually being watched by the government. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like a lot of people just dismiss that. Yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of like so. Um, Orwellian or whatever it's called. Yeah, Orwellian. Yeah. Like it sounds like conspiracy theory. It does, but then when you have evidence of it, it's like holy shit. Yeah, like again, and someone like Ange- or uh, Alex Jones got sounds, dude. He was calling for years talking about there's pedo islands that like billionaire elites would go to. Yeah, and then this Epstein shit happens. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. like, dude, Alex Jones has been calling this for years, but like, let's silence him because he's fucking crazy about a lot of other things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talk about like alien people and shit like that, lizard well, not, people. And not stuff. only that, but he was talking about how uh, Sandy Hook was uh, a fake. Br- Fake oh, news. yeah, yeah. Now, that's bullshit, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, that's, like, really sad bullshit. Yeah, but again, he, why... Why silence that? I yeah. don't know. Because people are believing him. That's why, I, I, I guess. I mean, does that... I'm not saying that justifies silencing him. Yeah. Uh, I particularly don't like the guy, <laughs> so I really didn't care. But I and understand... You, yeah, I understand... I understand the, 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 the issue with that. Because mm-hmm. we could get silenced. I mean, the YouTube community was silenced for two days. What? YouTube, well, I mean, the crypto community. Oh, the crypto community. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. Crypto community was silenced for two days. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get it. And that's why. I don't, yeah, see, I'm, I'm like hardcore. Like, I, I, I'm on board with this decentralized everything <laughs> concept. <laughs> I am so in. Like, it's not even funny, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm in this. Sh- I want that, that world. That to me is what the early internet was. And I miss oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. But, you know, everything felt like, I don't know. Like, the internet didn't belong to anybody. Yeah. It belonged to the people. It was made by the people. It was like a global thing. It was it was, it was beautiful. I feel like it still is. I mean, other than the fact that Facebook has collected billions <laughs> of users and everybody uses could, Netflix. Yeah, the internet's in the hands of like a couple tech yeah. corporations. Pretty yeah, much. But it, they don't control the internet. They just happen to have a lot of viewers on their particular application. Yeah, but that's a problem, dude. Like there's a problem, like monopolies is a problem when it comes to business, right? Because things like this start to happen. Yeah. All of a sudden you have too much control because there's no competitor to detract from your, you know, whatever you do. Yeah. In this case, YouTube's like, I'm sure they're in their corporate offices like, dude, we could do whatever the fuck we want because there's like no one even in like the horizon. That's you know? true. But man, if I was YouTube, I'd be 
I'd be trying to out innovate my current platform. Kind of like, kind of like Jack Dorsey right now. He's trying to decentralize Twitter, which is cool. I mean, hell yeah, that's <laughs> cool. But you think you think a CEO of Twitter? Forget about Jack Dorsey. But you think the CEO of Twitter <clears throat> is like either sitting back or trying to out innovate himself? How do you innovate that? Like, what? Well, well, I mean, decentralizing it. That's how you innovate. That's how well, you. Yeah. That's how you beat yourself. Like, hey, yeah. now I have Twitter that's decentralized. Yeah. So I mean, but when it comes to like these platforms, there's no innovation. Like all you could do is like change the UI up a bit. That's about it. Well, the the back end. I mean, if you yeah. if you decentralize Twitter, I then guess you like the algorithms they come up with and stuff. Technically, you can post anything that you want. Yeah. And nobody can can really do anything unless the community flags your tweet, for example. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The real innovation is happening in you know this blockchain space. You know. So, but w- you've yeah. heard about library. Yeah, I mean, I see again this whole crypto apocalypse thing on yeah. YouTube is really opened my eyes to okay, yeah, we need to start transitioning or at least create a backup plan in case oh, for we sure. get, in case YouTube axes us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that you guys listening or watching can uh, you know find us somewhere else. And that's the thing that also made something very clear is that if you're watching on YouTube, that you you should follow us either on Discord, join our Discord, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, because one day we could literally just disappear. Right, right. Because apparently, yeah, YouTube has plans of like axing these commercially unviable channels. Which yeah, I'm pretty sure we're gonna fall under that umbrella. See, I, I you know? disagree that that's gonna happen. You don't think so? I really don't think so because it's not a sustainable model for YouTube. What? To just no no more noobs? No more noobs. Like that's yeah. that's unreasonable that would be so crazy if they did like that. it's like starting a let's say you, you run a huge company <laughs> and you say i don't want any entry-level positions uh-huh. like how are that doesn't make any sense i mean yeah you can decide not to have any entry-level positions like everyone has to have like 10 years of experience on everything yeah you could do that yeah but it doesn't seem it doesn't seem reasonable like there's going to be some work for like the noobs yeah like the interns we freaking need an intern i mean I'm just going by what they said. No, they <laughs> you know, did say that. They, they legit did. said that. But I think you know? it's. But I think there's there's metrics to it. It's like YouTube channels who have been around for ten years who still haven't monetized anything, any other videos. You like just like dust channels are just yeah, like like, lingering and sitting there. Like a classroom that that was filmed and like you get a few views a year and okay. like it's been around for ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know think those? That's what they're talking yeah, about. for sure. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, man. We're like we're nowhere near that territory, dude. See, you're you're the optimist, well. That's what I'm talking about. You're painting like a rosy picture, man. I don't think No, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't make sense for you two to do that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it just seems unlikely. Like how much money do you think like they're lo- they're losing on a collective from channels like us who are getting It can't be that much because storage gets cheaper by the year uh-huh. or by eighteen months. Like we probably store I think we can look it up, like the analytics, how many hours of content we have yeah. on YouTube. I'm yeah. I'm gonna ballpark say around forty to fifty hours. I'm gonna ballpark. Well, I, I don't know if the analytics show how many hours we've uploaded. I think it it probably okay. does. I mean I haven't really d- dove in because there's no point at this point <laughs> yeah yeah. but uh i know that we have thousands of hours watch hours well yeah but that, that's what i'm saying like uh but none of that is for them they're not running they're not making money on well ads. because we can't we need to, f- yeah. to to make money uh you have to have a thousand subscribers yeah you and you have to have like over two thousand or five thousand watch hours mm. so we're we're already there now we need to get a thousand subscribers first. And then what? What happens? You become a partner or something. Then you like become that? a partner. Then you can run ads. Oh, interesting. Which I don't even know if it makes sense. Just because I, I mean it would be dust. Yeah. And it would be kind of like 
But in YouTube's mind, that's all they care about. Oh know? yeah, but that's that's their business model. Oh, right? But we care about our community, our yeah. listeners, our watchers. That's what we. We care haven't about. got paid a dime. <laughs> it's almost been a year. It's been like eight or nine months we've been doing this. Yeah. Oh, a penny, dude. Yeah. And we're still doing it. We're still kicking, <laughs> you know. And we're gonna keep doing it. Fuck it, man. Yeah, this for is, sure. I mean, I don't. I mean, hopefully that means something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that. That's how it is for everybody, though. So yeah, everybody starts out it's like no that. It's no different unless you're like yeah, we're not Will like, Smith. Yeah, so you come in like a <laughs> fucking guy. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's Will Smith. He's on YouTube. Yeah, you watch Will Smith's content. is like perfectly edited. Yeah. There's like all kinds exactly, of like. Exactly, right? This is, that's, what, that's, what, that's the future Traveling YouTube across right the country. With like, like a full crew. With a full crew. Yeah. He's mic'd up all the time. Exactly. Great audio. What does this look like to you? It looks like TV. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what it's YouTube. Like a reality TV. I think YouTube sees that, and they're like running the numbers. and like, holy shit, we make way more money off of this kind of shit. Because uh, this guy's these have these motherfuckers have celebrity appeal, so like the the sponsors. Well, not the, only that, the their YouTube channel is called Will Smith. Yeah, what does that mean? That means they gave him that name, right? Yeah. They, they they probably kicked somebody else out with that name. <laughs> so like other dude. Yeah. It like forms like Mookmongs or something. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> his name's Will Smith. It's like, God damn it, dude! He took my channel. That's what we should do. Is like eat a, like a huge pizza while we're talking Muck about bang. crypto. Yeah, dude, that that's I get like. 10,000 views overnight, dude. I thought about that. I thought about becoming a mookbonger. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an awesome career, you know? It's no, like, hell no, dude. Yeah, it does, dude. But Hell no, dude. I would have to be like like maybe two videos a week tops. You know, that way I can Eating spend... like a giant squid? Fuck the squid. <laughs> what do you mean squid? Is that what they're doing nowadays? Oh, like I, saw, I saw this uh, Asian lady eat like... See, that's the problem, man. Like, the Mookvonger viewers are probably getting tired of watching people eat, like, now, mac and cheese and, like, burgers. Like, dude, I want to eat, yeah. see you eat some weird shit. I I, I could, I, mean? I promise you, it was, like, either on Twitter or something, somebody took a screenshot of a lady eating, like, a fried cat. What? Yes. A fried cat. Wow. Yeah. But she got away with that, huh? I guess Surprised so. the internet didn't, like, fucking pitchfork <laughs> the fuck out of her, dude. Light on like, fire. Yeah, man. That's Dude, you can't eat cats on the internet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> How's the internet not, like, went a full, you, like, uprise over that? Have you seen the Netflix uh, video, uh, Don't Fuck With Cats? Well, uh, yeah. Oh, saw, oh yeah, we I were s- watching it, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I only saw, like, the ending. A couple episodes. I saw the ending. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good as... Good, yeah. like, four episodes. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, dude. You can't fuck with cats, dude. Come on now. Yeah. That's, that's I promise like, you I saw that. Okay. It was like It's probably like okay. She was like grilling live octopus. Like it was live. She put it on the grill. I mean I get it. Like culturally like flip yeah. flopped and Yeah, know. in some cultures it's cool to eat cats and dogs and stuff, but yeah. but the internet, dude. Yeah, not for the internet. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely pitchforks. Yeah. But anyway. So so anyway, tell me what library, oh yeah, library. is. Like it's a it's a place <laughs> where <laughs> You're asking me? Come yeah, on. you heard about it, dude. Yeah, I heard about it, but I dude. You said All that I know is, is this motherfucker's been around since 2016, library. <laughs> it's a cryptocurrency project, and the whole purpose of it is to decentralize, I think, just internet content. Not just YouTube, but I think they have like a music platform now, too. It's like a decentralized Spotify, essentially. But the reason why I like this is because it has a YouTube sync, so we don't really have to like, do shit. Like We just sync our channel to it, and all of a sudden we got like a exposure to a nice new group of people and it's like i said it's decentralized so they're not going to take anything down it's everything you everyone in this crypto community is talking about right this is what, this is what we've been looking for yeah yeah for sure 
some shit like this. So it's like some kind of protocol where you can upload your con- you connect library to uh, like YouTube, right? Well, yeah, for us, like as far as like uh, creators and stuff. But I'm not sure if it's like Steam it if you get rewarded like in library tokens for posting content. I'm not really sure how the uh, you know in- incentive structure aligns. Well, I'll I'll read this. Uh, traditional video sites such as YouTube, Instagram, and Spotify store your uploads on their servers and allow viewers to download them. Okay. They also allow creators to make some money through advertising or other mechanisms. However, there's some well-known drawbacks, especially for people whose material is perceived as not being advertiser friendly. Mm. Library aims to be an alternative to these sites, allowing publishers and their fans to interact directly without the risk of demonetization or other meddling. There it is. What makes this all possible is the blockchain technology developed by the creator of Bitcoin. Wait, what? The creator of Bitcoin? Isn't that Satoshi? Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's, uh, it's built on the Bitcoin blockchain. No, no, not, not on Bitcoin blockchain. No, no, it's not built on Bitcoin. It's built on blockchain, which is from... <laughs> The creator of Bitcoin. So library has its own blockchain. Yeah. I want to be now now we gotta go even deeper and find out like what's what's the uh consensus model and all this stuff, right? And see how it works. So and then it says why build a protocol? It says building protocols, not platforms, is the best way to secure a free open internet. Almost every tech giant today is a centralized service that sells users personal information and attention to advertisers. They spend a lot of money chasing their products, your personal information and time attention. But at the end of the day, users, you offer it up for free in exchange to access the platform. We think users should own their content and their privacy instead of handing it over to corporate giants and their advertising buddies. If you think we're paranoid, there are dozens of examples of companies abusing users and acting against their interests. Yeah, man. Which we've seen with Facebook. It just keeps happening over and over again. Right. It's not paranoia if they're actually out to get you, which has been proven time and time again. So how and why library uses blockchain? Blockchain technology like Bitcoin and library enables people to create databases that no, that no single entity controls. Um, in library, the same mechanism is used to store an index of what content is available and how to download it, as well as financial transactions. Using Bitcoin-like currency, LBC, which is library credits, okay. when a creator publishes something on library, an entry is made on the library blockchain. You can think of it as an announcement. Hey, everyone. I've published this file. Here's some information about it and instructions for how to download it from peer-to-peer network. Interesting. So it's a peer-to-peer network where you download content, whether it's a picture, a drawing, or a video. Yeah. So where's all this stored is what I want to know. It's on a um, decentralized network. Like what, like IPFS or something like IPFS, that? IPFS, yeah. That's what it said? So okay. f- for the same reason that nobody can prevent a Bitcoin transaction from taking place, nobody can prevent a transaction like a publication or a tip from appearing on the library blockchain. Other sites exist that share their content from peer-to-peer data network. However, the index of available content is centralized and can be easily censored. Hmm. So the situation is, to me, it looks like using libraries, like your content will never be taken down. It can be downloaded by anybody because it's on a decentralized network and you can be it's access via peer-to-peer network however it seems like the only way to monetize your content is through tips which is not a bad way to get content i mean meaning like advertisers will never come on here no definitely not yeah so yeah see that's that's a problem you're never going to see like a mass exodus from youtube like unless there's more money to be had somewhere else you know what i mean right for sure and, like, somebody on our Discord, Toxic Sam, we've inter- interviewed him before. He brought up a great point. Yeah. Like, all this, if if cryptocurrency influencers, just the community as a whole, we all of a sudden adopt something. Let's say library. There's something else called BitChute. There's another one. DTube. DTube. DLive is a li- is the uh, streaming platform. Streaming platform. If we all adopt these things, yeah, it's kind of like we're not achieving anything as a whole. The yeah. idea is to reach the masses, right, with, exactly. the, with our message of decentralization. 
We're just gonna basically circle jerking ourselves, <laughs> like in a. He called it an eco chamber. I call it a circle jerk. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, we can't go to a, like a decentralized platform where the ideologies matches with cryptocurrency yeah. when the masses are not even on like that level. Yeah, the idea is like these crypto influencers. They started on YouTube. They started small and they built these uh, these platforms. You know, based on their you know whatever the fuck their personality, their knowledge, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, based on YouTube algorithms, somehow, like, these normies trickle or they, they stumble upon these channels, these videos. Yeah, yeah. They watch one. And they're like, oh, that was interesting. Let me yeah. watch another one. Right, and exactly. then all of a sudden, like, a day or two later, they're, like, on Coinbase buying Bitcoin <laughs> and shit. That's how it happens, right? Right. That's not going to happen if all those people are, are here. Yeah. Because we're already buying Bitcoin and stuff. We're already doing that. But, you know, there's sort of like a workaround. Say, for example, YouTube does decide to take all the crypto stuff down uh-huh. permanently just for the sake of argument. If you've cultivated a, a large following on Twitter, you could say, hey, that, that video that you want to watch that has been taken down by YouTube, mm-hmm. it's on library. So yeah. here's a link to go download it. And and the only way I can make money from here is you send me tips. So that's that's the best we got. Yeah. Or Patreon. Yeah. And we've already established, like, yeah, YouTubers are money-hungry evil fucks, right? So According it, to that one Twitter guy. Yeah. But <laughs> if if you're a YouTuber that's extremely concerned about your videos taken down for the sole reason of content, you want that content to be viewed by people, then library is your best bet. I agree. Right. Like if it, you think it, it's gonna, almost like an archive. Yeah. Yeah. If you think you're going to make money from library, uh, w- w- you know, with just tips like it's probably going to be a lot less from youtube yeah than youtube no so. yeah for sure so what's the, what's the main sticking point here <laughs> uh, it just depends i mean, I mean right now we're there's, just we're, there's options nobody's yeah, using them that's the thing yeah exactly we're exploring our options but f- obviously this is a, a there's a demand now growing oh for, for sure this stuff eos is working on voice did you see uh vitalik today he said he signed up for the beta Oh, he did. Nice, <laughs> nice, so, nice. So we got dude. That's the thing. Vitalik's a good guy, dude. Yeah, he gets a lot of flack. Doesn't get a lot of flack. Not really. He just looks kind of funny. <laughs> but he's a good guy, and like he's always like super. I remember he made a few suggestions before to Dan Larimer, like how to improve the protocol. Oh, for stuff. sure. Yeah, dude. Who the fuck they, does that? Like he's basically he's not out to like conquer the world. Like his his head's on. Like you know he wants everyone to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, because he wants the whole space to like. Yeah. he wants the shit to actually work out, and I think he thinks. Well, like, he he's, like, he's got no reason to like prevent or block anybody, right? He's he's already done. He's he's made enough money. Like he's he well, doesn't he's. I don't more think it's money. about the money. I think it's like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, there's yeah. no incentive for him to block anybody. Yeah, like he wants everybody well, to, su- to succeed because it helps him. Well, what if like EOS like just shit all over Ethereum? Like, don't the, you think that the would, thing like, is, be I bad don't, for That's him? not enough. That's not enough to take everybody away from Ethereum. Yeah, I don't think that would that can happen, but... Um, because Ethereum... But traditionally, like, in, human, in humanity, when there's, like, competitive spaces involved... Only if the friction... Like, it, it, you're, you're actually competing when you have a site that people are currently using, and then the new site that is better... That's just a click away. That's when you have a problem. Yeah. But when you when you have like something like Ethereum where you got so many developers like using Solidity and they're like invested in this ecosystem, mm-hmm. it's much harder to get those developers to go onto a new platform. So basically, you're saying like he just doesn't feel threatened by anything. Yeah. Like he's just confident. Yeah. He's there's he, he just very no, little yeah. threat. And even if they do move over, yeah. like it ends up helping the entire ecosystem, which helps yeah. him really. Yeah. True. But the you know there's tons of uh, examples of like other you know 
crypto uh, people not getting along. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. That's very oh, much yeah. the drink. Like him and uh, what's his name, Charles Hoskinson, Dan Lambert. They hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, those the, they're all you know general purpose blockchains. But what I'm saying <laughs> is Vitalik. You know, he's an alien, so he doesn't give a fuck about yeah. all that shit. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You know. So I mean, we we found library. I think we we should start just putting it up there, just because. First of all, we kind of want to see how this works, and second, it's probably good hygiene to start oh, using oh some yeah. of these decentralized yeah, platforms. Yeah, man, we gotta fucking practice what we preach. Yeah, in other for words. sure. Like for we're sure. over here talking about, man, we wish the world to decentralize. We're like on YouTube, we're on Twitter, <laughs> we're like on Facebook. And, yeah, but yeah, we need to start. You know, if we could bring a couple people who are listening to us on YouTube over to there, we're doing some good. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're achieving something. We're working towards a, a common goal. Yeah, I mean, and plus. plus if 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 the masses do end up going to a different platform, it makes YouTube better because it'll adjust. Yeah, exactly. Right now, all of a sudden, there's a competitor in the window. Yeah, they ha- maybe the next CEO of YouTube would be like, "Hey, let's start figuring out ways to decentralize YouTube," just like Jack Dorsey did. With yeah, Twitter. but Jack Dorsey, he's not like still in, in Twitter, right? He's yeah, like, he is. Yeah, he's he a is? CEO. He's still the CEO. Yeah, I yeah. thought he like sold it like a no, long no, 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 time no, no. ago. No, definitely not. See, that is interesting that he wants to create a decentralized version, and that's how it should be. You gotta. You got to make your current platform obsolete because somebody will. If you don't do it, somebody will. Yeah. What do you think his role actually is within the company? Though? Like, does he do anything? I'm, pr- <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Like, I see him on the Joe Rogan podcast. He looks like he just got done, like, blowing, like, <laughs> 10 blunts of, like, just smoking so much reefer. Yeah. Looks like a stoner guy, you know? Which, I mean, looks are deceiving. That well, shouldn't factor into anything. I'm sure his main role is a bunch of meetings and, like, meeting with, like, fucking experience. Uh, like famous people all yeah, the time. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, anyways. Deals. Um, yeah, he's like in Africa right now or something like that. Yeah. But anyways. <coughs> so we've talked about YouTube. We talked about decentralized, you know, options. Uh, yeah. We talked about the sentiment of Bitcoin, like the despair is like a real feeling, right? It's <laughs> not just a chart indicator. Yeah. So you do with that information what you want. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, look up that you know that market psychology chart, which I feel oh, yeah. I feel so stupid See, bringing that up because like everybody already knows about that. Well, but not everybody. Okay, in case you don't know, yeah, look up that market psychology chart. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll bring, bring it, it up. up. I'll bring it up. But yeah, so that market psychology, like it's a real. <laughs> it is. I, I don't know how how more I can like describe it, but it's a an actual feeling that you feel. Yeah, I I felt every phase of it, dude. Like felt it deeply, so I could vouch. There it is, that motherfucker. <sighs> Where are we then? I guess depression. Yeah. See, some people think we've already we're like in the disbelief phase, but <laughs> this is a sucker's rally. Well, I think we just went through that, right? Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. But still, the depression's still kicking in, I guess. But essentially, what this is telling you is like, you know, we're we're near the bottom of of a market cycle, a typical market cycle. Yeah, know? and this was established through the stock market, right? Uh yeah, that, that right there is the dot com bubble, like a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and dude, it's identical. Yeah. You know what I mean? What went down in 2017, like just you slap, you know, any project. Yeah. You know, blockchain and you just had like these hot term blockchain, cryptocurrency, decentralized, blah, blah, blah. Then you made millions. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing in the Internet. I bet you. Yeah. You put dot com on anything sold. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, we didn't get to experience that because we were too young. So. But the question is, has there been assets who have done this multiple times? Multiple times? Yeah. 
I mean, Bitcoin, other than Bitcoin, it's done this multiple dude, times. The fucking stock market right now is like a new euphoria phase, dude. It's like going ridiculous. If you look at the. It's like a macro, like decade long. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like nonstop, dude. The stock market is on the most ridiculous rally ever. Yeah. Elon, up, Elon made yeah, a 420, dude. right? Yeah. 420. Elon made 420. Dude, every, like every day, this shit's just going ham. Which that's so scary, dude. It is scary because that, that has way more implications <laughs> than like cryptocurrency bubble. Yeah, this is like 1920 all over again. Let's let's just fuck it. This is like near the end of the podcast. Let's pull up a chart of the S and P. All right, you can go to tradingview.com and look at that. Let's just have some fun with it and like make some doom predictions. <laughs> like what's coming up? We're yeah, gonna, it's the end of the year. Get flagged by YouTube. Why? Because we're looking at charts. What? <laughs> Are you fucking with me? No, that's uh, another speculation. Like that's why they're yeah. taxing people. Yeah. No way. Uh, S and P. Yeah. Or yeah, S and P or Nasdaq, whatever. Let's just look at the S and P. See how that looks. <sighs> but yeah, man. So yeah, twenty nineteen is wrapping up, Willis. I guess this will probably be the last video of the year that gets uh, uploaded. Yeah, probably. So. Yeah, because we got Andreas coming up, so we're interviewing Andreas Antonopoulos on the thirtieth, which is on a Monday. So if you're watching this and it's before the 30th, you can uh, suggest some questions at, at uh, for Andreas. Uh, but if you're we don't watching, have too much it, time with him. But yeah, know. we don't have too much time with him. But we want to. I don't know if we're debating on just focusing on crypto because that's all he talks about, and <laughs> we kind of want to like talk to Andreas about other things, like sure. other interesting things, like wh- whatever's going on with Tokyo. Um, and wait, Tokyo, uh, not Tokyo, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, Hong Kong and talk about AI, talk about potentially the democratic debates and candidates. Yeah. I, just, just to get his feel on like what he thinks on a bunch of these things. I mean, cause like we, I mean, we beat the death crypto and he talks about that all the time. Yeah. And like one thing I like to think about, like all these notable guests that we get on and stuff. Yeah. Well, obviously they all have like zero faith in the traditional, uh, system or financial system. Like, like McAfee. Said it's like it's all shit. It's going to hell. It's been going to hell. Like it, he's on my side. Doom is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think Andreas is probably along those same lines. Like I don't think he thinks that our traditional See, like loan model can sustain. Oh, for our, sure. How our economies run? Yeah. No. I, yeah. I mean, no. Nobody believes in Bitcoin. Thinks that this shit, this yeah, shit's gonna keep on exactly, running. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to know, like, wh- almost like I want him to try and like. What's the dynamics? What's his crystal but- ball. What's the, yeah, what's the dynamics between, like, the, how crypto and countries are going to solve, like, their fiat problems? Yes. Like, I, w- I, want, I want, like, uh, like, a doom scenario. Like, how the fuck are we going to crawl our way out of that, dude? Yeah. Because I feel like it's going to be hell on Earth. <laughs> right. Like, if, if, if all of a sudden our, like, economy, that w- the, or the engine that's been running for how long? Yeah. Like, 100, 200 years now or something? You know, what happens? Dude, talk to me about what the hell am I looking at. There we go. Look at that motherfucker, dude. What are you looking at? What do you mean, what are you looking at? This is the S&P 5. This is like the index for like the... I know, but it goes back to 1971. Yeah. See, this chart doesn't look so cool. I mean... <laughs> Go to the NASDAQ chart. This one doesn't look right. Let's, let's pull the NASDAQ. But there's been... You <laughs> <laughs> pull the NASDAQ, goddammit. It looks more bubbly than this. I want to see some but serious S&P bubble. is like the top 500... T- uh, yeah, but the NASDAQ is like where the rules like speculative... Like the... It conveys it better for some reason. I mean, this this chart, this other one, the S and P five hundred, just keeps going up. But I guess it's because of inflation to a certain extent, right? The valuation of these companies are now in the trillions, right? Well, that that was not possible in the nineties or in the early two thousands. Well, it's because like interest rates are so low. 
you know, and they've been low since uh, the housing crash, and they just keep getting lower and lower. So people just keep borrowing, borrowing more and more money. That's what's fueling our economy, right? Is debt. Well, yeah. So that's what the speculation. Like, if you're like a stock investor, everybody is waiting for like uh, the rates to be increased. Once that happens, it's like sweeping, you know, pulling the rug from our economy essentially. Well, let's say let, the Nasdaq. So I know, I know, but this is 2007. We felt the crash in 2008, right? Yeah. So it went from what is that, 1600 mm-hmm. to uh, 600. So it lost a thousand bucks or points. Yeah. Yeah. Points. <laughs> yeah. Which is what, like a 60, 70% drop? Yeah. That's pretty massive for oh, the stock yeah, market, dude. Definitely massive. That was huge. You know, that was like everyone back then was probably like, this is it. And here's the 2000 bubble. That's the dot-com bubble. But dude, pull up the NASDAQ, please. It looks so much better than that. Dude, that doesn't look like a bubble. But, but, uh, but just to give perspective, we got the the bottom of 2009 has, like, nothing but gone up for a decade. True. Yeah. All right, All right so here's NASDAQ. Full feature chart. <laughs> Sometimes I like I like to just look at this chart. <laughs> what the fuck is this, dude? This doesn't even go all the way back to the 2001, dude. Fucking A, man. Oh, okay, so let me let's pick another one. <laughs> I mean, I think that was the right one, but let's see. Oh, that, that's the only one. Fuck. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you can look at the S&P, whatever. But what was the point of bringing this chart up? I forgot. Oh, yeah, just to see, like you said, we've been on a fucking mega tear. Yeah. You know? Same thing, 2007, 2008, crash. Mm-hmm. How many points is that? 49 to 17. That's 30 points. It's about 70%. And how much have we gone up since? About 80%. Yeah. Yeah, man. See, like, things just keep chugging and chugging along. See, right, in, in this perspective, it doesn't look, like, as parabolic as it actually is. You know, if you pull up maybe, like, a Yahoo trading chart or something like that, it'll look a little more parabolic. <laughs> but essentially, when I look at those charts, I don't know why we can't find one right now, but when you look at them, yeah, I use my crypto experience a little bit, kind of like, dude, when things go up, like, See, there's no correction. Like, the corrections are, like, here's the thing. It's 10% like, drops. Like, what's up? What's the, the thing? The, the low in 2010... Like how many how many years do we go? Like how do you know that right now is the the tippy top? How, how do you, you know? know? Yeah, how do you know? What do you mean? Like what what indicators would you, would I look for? Yeah, shit. Like man. why sell now? Because you could have another decade of like continuous. Well, for one, that's that is um unprecedented. We've never had for sure. You know, traditionally, like what you're taught is these market cycles usually last between like six to ten years or something like that yeah historically the same thing we do with true, bitcoin charts true. that's a good point we look at the history of bitcoin and try and predict the future right and we found out like ooh, there's like a rhythmic yeah there's a rhythm to bitcoin's price moving there's a rhythm to our economy yeah you know what i mean it it's by no coincidence we had the dot-com bubble in 2000 uh-huh. and then in 2008 2009 it crashed again yeah and then so far we've managed 10 years so yeah. this is like the breaking point. Well, that's what I'm saying, and we're so far out. We're so far extended from those two previous yeah um, market crashes that it's probably due you to can Trump. Only, yeah, you can only assume like just like whenever Matic made that like super ridiculous run up. Yeah, what happened to that that drop? It, Dude, just, if, it was if, a spike <laughs> of all spikes. It's like the the higher the higher you go, like the faster you tumble. That's right. You know what I mean? And I I think of that. I mean, I'm I'm in no way like. I'm not a stock guru, like not even close. I've invested in stocks and I made like a little bit of money just speculating on bullshit, you know, like fucking Tesla. No, like quarterly earnings reports and shit, like <laughs> like a dumbass, <laughs> like trying to predict like earnings reports and like, you know, loading up on options like prehand, beforehand yeah. and stuff. And I, I did okay, but then, anyways, the point is, <clears throat> yeah, man, I'm not like some guru, like, uh, like, remember that movie? Uh, um, 
The Big Short. The Big Short. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like calling some like I'm some genius here. Like, oh man, the market's for yeah, that, sure. Gonna that crash. guy was calling it for like two years. I think like it was three. two years yeah. too early. I mean, there's tons of dudes. Ray Dalio. He's saying like 2020 for sure is the year. Like everything, the shit hits the fan. Yeah. He's like a billionaire, so he knows what he's talking about. But uh, yeah, what I want to know is, dude, what's gonna happen, man? Because yeah, this is gonna be a big one. This is ugly. This is gonna be a big one. Is what I'm thinking. If if historically it's gonna retrace what eighty percent from from a hundred, yeah, let's say a hundred dollars, it's gonna go to twenty. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty massive, dude. It's right here. Yeah, that's crazy, ain't it? And the thing is, we have like a generation of like boomers and shit. Like they're on the verge of retirement, dude. They have most of their net worth and their savings in like four hundred one ks and. Retirement accounts. You know what I mean? What uh, happens when all their fucking money hits the fan and the retirement nest egg is gone, dude? Dude, that's dangerous, man. That's really dangerous. Dude, we literally built a whole generation's like retirement based on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this like super unstable well, thing. Well, you know what that means? The next generation is built on like crypto and it's going to be going through the same cycles. Well, but, see, but with different like principles though, because 21 million Bitcoins, like that's the cap. What? Like, if you're, uh, let's say your 401k is based on Bitcoin, like, future. Yeah, I mean, you, you assume, like, whoever's managing these retirement accounts, they have, they're hedging, right? So True. they probably have, like, you know, some, they distribute, like, not everything in stocks. They should have, you know, some precious metals and, I don't yeah. know, other Bitcoin. shit. I'm not a financial advisor, but Bitcoin. No, that's, yeah, that's true. they should incorporate cryptocurrencies. And you know, a lot of these companies are using AI now, and the AI is like, dude, you need to diversify. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, for sure. So, I, I don't know. Maybe it won't be as big of a problem as I think it will be. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe just the stock, you know, the Wall Street guys will, like, have to hold on to some bags for a few years. But maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but I think the one that we keep talking about is, like, the currency crash. Yeah. Like, that's the one that's a real bubble. It's been a bubble for, like, the last almost 100 years. Yeah. We'll see, man. I don't even know how we got into this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's the end of the year. We're trying. I'm, like, what's going to happen next year? What do you think? Yeah, your Any? predictions for next year. I would say so. We're ending this year with let's say it was a three thousand dollar Bitcoin at the beginning of this year. It ended at one hundred percent, seven thousand, three thousand five hundred to seven thousand. Okay. So next year, that's a good fucking year. Yeah. Like, hell you know, yeah, dude. Yeah. If you got in like at the start of the year, hell yeah, you should be happy. You know, you're doing good. So. I'm just gonna make an obvious prediction that we're gonna start with a you know a seven thousand dollar Bitcoin in January and we're gonna end at you know fourteen fifteen thousand dollars fourteen fifteen yeah and and we're so gonna that, go through this happening and we're not gonna see shit we're not gonna see any movement this is gonna go through as if nothing happened why though because we've we've seen the past three happenings there's always price movement after there the is happening. so there's, why do you think that's not gonna happen this one feels different this one just feels different I think. All the mining companies have prepared for this happening. They've they've accumulated some Bitcoin for like a uh, like a stock, mm-hmm. like a, a stack, a, a pile of Bitcoin mm-hmm. to pay for rent, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And they won't need to sell the Bitcoin that they earn for the couple, at least a few more months beyond mm-hmm. the happening. Yeah. So around fourteen thousand. Yeah. Sounds like a good prediction to me. What do you think uh, is going to happen to DeFi? Any kind of crazy like uh, the, the only my anything? only prediction for DeFi is that all the any new app is gonna you're gonna assume that the new app that gets created let's say there's ten new apps whatever it is DApps every single new one is going to incorporate protocols for DeFi so as mm. soon as you buy you know the game coin that game coin is gonna be staked in that wallet and it's gonna earn you interest. you think so oh for sure wow for sure because it's a protocol any anybody can use that protocol yeah 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 that's interesting. 
I think for sure, like, 2020 is going to be the year of, like, crypto regulation. I think that's the year where we're finally going to know, like, how, how the space is going to get regulated. Uh, uh, I hope you're right, dude. That would be nice. Well, that's, like, a must. Like, before anything else happens, like, that has to be figured out. I, I hope you're right, but to me, I don't think that's possible only because it's too hard we've seen we've seen congress and they're so far behind that it's 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 not even like they can't even agree on anything but like it's it's so the meme of okay boomer is congress (laughs) like they're so far behind yeah well we'll see what happens man (laughs) that's we'll be here along the whole way man we got a whole nother fucking year to figure this shit out it's gonna be interesting you know i think i think we're gonna see like a slow climb back up i'm curious to see what happens to altcoins because i feel like ethereum is like ridiculously undervalued right now oh definitely like insanely undervalued i think i mean because if you think of what bitcoin does and what ethereum does dude ethereum does so much more yeah bitcoin is literally right now literally it's only use case is just digital gold yeah and most people are hodling it for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Ethereum, like the network itself, has so much more application and yeah, for the sure. community is more robust. I guess they're more like they're thinking of other shit. Yeah, DeFi is brand new, dude. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Hopefully Ethereum pops off and like this goes ham. But we'll see. But yeah, so I guess coming up we have that, you know, I told you about Andreas. Um, oh, um, we're getting a lot of requests to interview the guys from Decentraland. Who, yeah? Yeah. The creators? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I'm down for that. And uh, we also got another request to review, or review, but interview Somnium Space, the CEO of Somnium Space. Hell yeah, dude. I'm down for that too. So we, we'll probably start like a little segment, a little stream of interviews of like interviewing all the platforms. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Like I said, you know... We're a general podcast here, but we have some significant. We got some stake in, in yeah in, in Decentraland. You know, right now it's Decentraland's like a big sleeper, <laughs> for sure. Like a big sleeper, I feel like. Yeah, there's there's some something big gonna happen with Decentraland coming up. Yeah, that I don't know if we should say, but yeah, fuck it. But uh, yeah, just the whole NFT space in general too, man. Yeah, like after that Metalith interview. It got me thinking about like yeah. how early days, like and the potential of NFTs. Absolutely, it's literally like like if we had this podcast about like Bitcoin and crypto, like in, like 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 we said in like 2010 or something, like 2011. Yeah, we're over here buying like eight dollar Bitcoins. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're buying NFTs, right? Now, I don't know if they're ever gonna go up in like such ridiculous values, but yeah, there's got to be a place where they're tracking the value of NFTs. Yeah. Like Metalith is is like the most obvious creation at this point in yeah, my for eyes. Sure. So, yeah, we're going to have to keep track of NFTs. I mean, there's so much going on in that space. It's insane. Yeah. Like, you know, to me, like, NFT is almost like an ICO mania in a way. Yeah, you know? for sure. From yeah, what yeah. I've been reading, like, a lot of these NFTs, they, they go up, like, in ridiculous valuations really quick. To me, NFTs, I think it's going to simulate or emulate very close to the internet. Because when the internet f- first created, like, you could build, anybody could build a site. Yeah. Right? It was very rudimentary, very ugly yeah. looking. Yeah. Nothing like today. But, like, right now, anybody can make an NFT, right? You can think of a game. You put a bunch of NFTs in that game, and you can monetize mm-hmm. those NFTs. So it's very much like building a website mm. in the early days of the internet. Yeah. So we're going to see a bunch of NFTs, a like, all ton. kinds. A like shit ton. Variations on Pokemon, variations on, like, Digimon, and all, all kinds of stuff. Music, maybe? Music, yeah. I mean, all kinds it's of not. NFTs. And, yeah. and then... Just like the bubble of the internet happened, like we're gonna see like a drop off of like a bunch of NFTs are like worthless. 
But there's mm. going to be some that are like extremely valuable. Yeah, that that's the thing we've talked about. Like, well, we need something to speculate on in order for like another market mania to occur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that it, might it's, be the it's, next it's phase. It's not DeFi because DeFi. Yeah, you can't speculate on that. You can't. It's 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 just like lending and savings programs essentially. Yeah. You know, that's more like a an add-on tool for your DAP. Your DAP does something weird, but in that DAP you can earn interest. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could definitely see like, and it's already happening like on a micro scale. I think. 200 million. Uh, I keep forgetting where that number comes from. I think that's like the volume or something. Oh, for D- the DeFi space. No, NFTs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's what uh, Metalith kind of estimated. That's right. Which is nothing compared to like the yeah. cryptocurrency space, dude. That's like... That's what I'm saying. You, you'd be lucky if you were in Bitcoin when it was worth $200 million. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're like buying like $8 Bitcoins yeah. right now. Hell yeah. If you're in that NFT space. But yeah. what I'm thinking, like, yeah, what's going to happen? I don't know. What do you think? Dude, I'm thinking... The big players are going to get into NFTs. You're going to see Nintendo in it. But maybe not this coming year. But what I'm saying is once Nintendo jumps in, they realize, like, the, the value and potential of blockchain, which... Yeah. I, so what's the best way to, like, position yourself to, like, profit off of this NFT? If if, if what we're you, saying is true or this early... There's a bunch of smart people in Nintendo, for sure. So they're trying to figure out what game mm. is accessible by, by the masses mm-hmm. that will give them the satisfaction of collecting rare Pokemon. Like... True NFT Pokemon. Oof. I mean, all they had like it could be it could be like just a picture of Charizard, right? Or maybe it's a it's an actual 3D creation of Charizard that exists in Decentraland. Maybe that's their view of what Pokemon should be. Yeah. Um. And so I'm pretty confident that's what they're working on because if they're not, I would be surprised. So you really think Nintendo has like a? Like oh a, yeah. Really, dude. Nintendo's like Disney. They have like all these assets. Yeah. That could be NFTs. Like. They, they, dude. No, for sure. If if Microsoft is making like little honey badgers or whatever the fuck they're called. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, Microsoft is paying attention, then for sure there's some mega gaming corporations out there. Excellent point. You know, dude, I, I, Microsoft themselves, they might, don't they own Minecraft and shit like that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, dude. They're probably, they're probably thinking about it themselves, dude. Like if they're already making honey badgers or crypto, whatever they're called. Why yeah, can you imagine like a huge corporation actually investing, you know, $100 million on creating this NFT game? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it's going to kill. It's going to be like the next PUBG, except everybody's going to be using it. It's yeah. like it's like the Pokemon Go app everybody was using in 2017, whatever it was, or 2018. Yeah, 2016, I think. Yeah, 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, it was going to be that crazy, but 10 times more crazy because these are actually rare. Yeah. I tried I tried selling, uh, like, my group of friends on Gods Unchained. Oh, yeah. I just, like, because a lot of them played um, Hearthstone yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. I was like, dude, check out this game. It's, like, it looks so hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it literally looks so good. Yeah. Like, it looks like a professional, like, Blizzard made it or something. Yeah. And then I, I explained to them because I didn't. I never played Hearthstone. But I was like, "Hey, is there like an open marketplace in Hearthstone where like you spend all this money on these decks and shit, building these decks? Like, do you can you ever get your money back? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, is there a marketplace? Like, if you get this rare card and you're like, you know what, I'm done with this game. I just want to sell it. Yeah. I don't think that exists in that world. I think it's just like really? I don't think so. They said no. But so I was like, "Hey, well, there's this new game. It looks very similar to Hearthstone and like Magic: The Gathering. We're like, yeah, dude. You know, yeah, your shit." actually has real value you know that it's exchangeable and could potentially go up in value most likely will if you're buying these like genesis decks and shit and almost it's like a no-brainer these cards are going to go up in value you see but in my opinion i think yeah the the actual cards themselves they do have value and somebody bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of a card 
Uh-huh. So I agree with that. But I think the real money is the fact that you're going to be battling people for money for like tournaments and shit. But you can do that now. No, but what I'm saying is that rare card that's worth $100,000, it's probably worth more keeping it and using it in a battle. I hope. What do you mean? Like it's going to have like better stats and stuff? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's, think so? that's the point of it. Like, I mean, think about it. That's why a, that's why a make problem. a card rare? Well, I guess you're right. It dude, would break we, the game. Yeah, it, that would totally pay to win. Like you, like in so tournaments, then, it would wh- just be like. What makes it valuable then? It's just not just the rarity of it. I think yeah, the scarcity of it and like so. You know, so it's a hundred thousand dollars because it's it's rare. It's but rare, but it doesn't really affect the gameplay because it's not like OP. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just like yeah. a regular card. Like none of these cards are OP. I, I'm, I'm assuming the creators of this game. They're they're trying to make a balanced game because they want a good game experience, not just like NFTs, but they want a good, like addictive, fun game experience. So it's got to be balanced and they want like, they have like a $500,000 pot for like a tournament. Yeah. It's got to be competitive. So there needs to be balanced. So I think the only speculative value comes from just the, the scarcity. Well, the future potential scarcity of it. See, that's another thing. Like those Magic the Gathering cards, they're physical. Yeah. And a lot of them, like, 20 years in the future, they got lost in, yeah. like, in the, you know... Well, same, you can still lose digital assets. <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, can, people lost Bitcoin, right? There's three yeah. million that's lost. It's true. Like, if these gods and changed, if there's only, like, four of them, I guess they're speculating, like, in the future, maybe there's only be one left, because, like, the other three guys were stupid. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they yeah. lost their fucking keys or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be harder to lose digital items than physical, I think. I don't know. I mean, digital items, you that's have, to, like you have point, to keep right? a key. But that's kind of like the point. Like, it's always on the blockchain, so there's always, like, ownership of it. No, like, there is, but if you don't have the keys, you don't own it. That's true. Right? So, yeah. I guess it depends on you. Like, if you're a tech guy, you're going to keep your keys. But if you're, like, a regular Joe, yeah, like, you're going to lose the password or, yeah. you know, whatever. Interesting. But, yeah, that's, that's good predictions for 2020. Uh, we will be <laughs> here for the following run-up, I guess. What do you mean? Of For the next year. Oh, yeah, we're not going anywhere, dude. We fucking survived, like, bare. Yeah, this is, like, we fucking podcasted through a winter phase, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know how tough that is? I bet you we're going to look back, like, when things yeah. are popping, there's going to be, dude, like, so we, much news. We have good guests, too. Yeah. Like, dude, it's been it, it's been a good ride, good eight months. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're, like, a big Decentraland listener. Yeah, we launched an ADAP, MetaZone. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're still working on that. Yeah. You know, hopefully things... Yeah, man. 2020 might be a crazy year, actually, now that I think about it. Man, we, like, you know, got into a competition and got fifth place. Like, just thinking through everything in 2019. Oh, yeah. Let's reflect. Good idea. Yeah. We're thinking about the future, but what about the past? Yeah, we started a podcast. We started at the very <laughs> bottom of Bitcoin. Yeah, $3,500 Bitcoin. That's when we started, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Because we were, like, predicting the bottom and stuff. Yeah. Good times, Willis. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, what else did we do? We had like a fajita party at some point. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> shit was good. Bomb-ass fajitas. God damn. What else did we do? Yeah, man, we definitely, uh, like, you've conquered some white whales, like, a lot. Yeah, we did. A lot quicker than anticipated. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, shout out to Mac- McAfee and, and Toxic Sam and the Metalith guys. Maddie. Maddie, the first interviewer. Yeah, dude. Interviewee. We're not leaving anyone out, out are we? Metalith. And soon to be Andreas. And oh yeah, and the syndicator motherfuckers, the syndicator guys, dude. Yeah, dude, syndicator man. So, anyways, <clears throat> now we're just kind of like rambling. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. That's been the Block Runner. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Block Runner. And um, if you are listening on podcast, make sure you go to the Apple iTunes and rate us on there because that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, our next video will be Andreas. I think it'll come out probably the first or second. Well, actually, the second of January, just so that because I don't think people are going to be watching YouTube you know, on New Year's. On New Year's. So. So yeah, we be a good good start to 2020. Yeah, it'll be we'll a very good start. Hopefully, yeah, man. We're, we're gonna get shit done in 2020 for Hell sure. Hell yeah, dude. It's gonna be crazy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, we're out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Block Runner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner. <laughs>